Hello, and welcome to episode two of Lasers and Lockets, the podcast all about awesome female characters in science fiction and fantasy genres, and the talented actors behind these characters. I'm Lee, your host, and we've got a lot to discuss this episode, so let's go ahead and dive in. News? Amazon Prime now has Earth Final Conflict, along with a number of other 90s-tastic science fiction shows. If you're not familiar with that series, it was produced in Canada and was based on ideas developed by Gene Roddenberry, and the series was produced under the guidance of Majel Roddenberry. She had the notes that conceptualized the show. It was initially cancelled by its first network, and then picked up by another for the remainder of its run, and it ran from 1997 to 2002. It was quite successful despite its rocky start, and sparked the development of Andromeda, which was also based on additional unused material by Gene Roddenberry. Not much else to report news-wise. The DC Universe shows Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, and Supergirl are now a little more than halfway through their seasons. Some of them are very close to being done. They're really solid this season, so if you haven't checked it out, I definitely encourage you to do so. That is an excellent segue into the topic for this episode. Now, to be completely transparent, I have recorded this before, and I felt like I just hadn't quite captured the essence of what I really wanted to touch on, so here we go again. Tonight's episode is a deep dive into one of my all-time favorite characters, Sarah Lance. She's probably the character who has had the most impact on me as a 30-something woman. I will also briefly discuss Arrow, because her character originates on that show, and then a little bit about Legends of Tomorrow, her current show. We will have separate episodes for each of those shows in the future, as they have incredible women on them. But for now, we're going to focus in on Sarah Lance. To start, I'm going to fangirl for a little bit. Sarah Lance, to me, wouldn't be the same without Katie Lotz. Katie Lotz is THE Sarah Lance. Katie isn't just a superhero on TV, though. She's every bit one in real life. She's relatable, kind, courageous, and exceedingly multi-talented. A common statement I hear when I mention Katie and someone knows who she is is, is there anything this woman can't do? I'm sure there might be, but it seems pretty unlikely. Not only is Katie exceedingly capable in martial arts and parkour, but she can dance and sing, too. Did you know that she does a lot of her own stunts on Legends of Tomorrow? She stated in several interviews that she does most of the fight sequences on her own. On top of all of that, she's one hell of an actor. There's something really intense and inviting and magnetic about her style. Of course, you can't really take people's social media at face value, but there is a world of evidence showing Katie to be a pretty down-to-earth human on top of everything else. From her interactions with kid fans, to her love of her dog Beasley, uh, to the way she conducts herself with people in public, um, maybe not even at conventions, just out in real life, she appears to be the real deal. The thing that impresses me about Katie the most, though, isn't the fact that she has a body like a superhero, or that she could take down a fully grown man without a second thought. No, to me... The thing that consistently impresses me about her is that she inspires others to be themselves, to be proud of who they are, to love themselves for who they are. Have you heard about Sheathority? 
If you haven't, I encourage you to check out their Instagram and Twitter at SheThority. That's S-H-E-T-H-O-R-I-T-Y. Katie, along with the other women in the DC universe, is trying to empower women and young girls around the world to find their voices and stand up, to be brave for themselves and for others. I found SheThority shortly after I began watching Legends, and I have struggled much of my adult life with not being happy with my body and being a little bit hesitant about being myself. Then I found SheThority. Katie talked about how we shouldn't try to look like other people. We should take care of our bodies so that we feel good for our body and ourselves and not for anyone else. It clicked with me for the first time in years, and I, I just felt so empowered that I took up kickboxing, and I love it. I feel strong and confident and a bit like a superhero myself, and it's given me the courage to be myself more openly. I feel like SheThority is succeeding in a really lovely way and building an incredible community of strong women, and I am so excited to see where it goes. I just had to give them a shout out tonight. I could gush about Katie Lots for hours, but let's go ahead and move along to the character of the hour. Sarah Lance. Sarah is introduced in the pilot episode of Arrow as the wild and irresponsible younger sister of Laurel Lance. She and Oliver Queen are having an affair behind Laurel's back, and they get on the Queen's gambit for a weekend of fun, and they're lost at sea. Sarah was originally portrayed by Jacqueline McInnes, but has been portrayed by Katie Lotz since season two. As I was rewatching the first two seasons of Arrow recently, I noticed that they reshot the sequence when the Queen's Gambit goes down with Katie. I hadn't noticed that it wasn't Katie all along until I rewatched that sequence in season one. Anywho, Sarah initially seemed shallowed, uh, privileged, carefree, a bit ditzy as Arrow begun. But if you know anything about Arrow, you know that the island experience changed Oliver Queen from a spoiled rich kid into a skilled martial artist and archery enthusiast. Really, a superhero. An intense, strong, secretive, mostly kind-hearted hero. Sarah's experience sent her down a similar path. However, her path diverged from Oliver's, and her life education occurred in the League of Assassins, and she became a ruthless killer called the Canary. Uh, some may refer to her as Black Canary. Sarah reappears in Starling City in season two as a deadly vigilante who, by coincidence, saves Oliver a few times before being unmasked, though during those times she was really trying to protect her sister. This began my fascination with this character. Sarah consistently demonstrates time and time again that morality is never black and white, even though she has done things she believes she should not be forgiven for, she feels a, a deep connection to her family to fulfill her promises to protect the underdog and to protect the very sister that she betrayed. She begins her road to redemption on Arrow, and maybe that is why Sarah's story appeals to me so strongly. It really is a story of ultimate redemption of someone who maybe doesn't believe they're worthy of love, but strives to become worthy anyway. Sarah's complexity as a character has an undeniable female draw to me. Oliver and Sarah are a bit 
like a male and female version of a similar character. Both are human, not endowed with any alien superpowers. Both would make you feel completely safe around them if you were one of their people. Yet there's something that draws me more to Sarah than Oliver every time. Sarah has a feminine strength um, and, and compassion and heart that Oliver doesn't always have. Don't get me wrong, he is a compassionate character in and of himself, but there is something really intriguing about Sarah's strength and vulnerability that keeps me watching and rooting for her. One such moment where Sarah shows the strength and vulnerability is when Nyssa appears for the first time in season two. Nyssa drops out of the sky in front of Sarah and reaches for her knife. However, instead of killing Sarah, she kisses her. Oliver sees the kiss from the shadows. He's been following Sarah to protect her. And he kind of steps out into the light. Sarah sees this and asks if she can explain the situation to Oliver. But he says there's no need. This is actually one of my favorite scenes because of the compassion that he shows to Sarah at a fairly shocking revelation that Sarah is bisexual. We know Oliver has feelings for Sarah, and it definitely shakes him up a little bit, but he shows that compassion anyway. Sarah goes to speak with Nyssa on a rooftop. She tells Nyssa that she can't take the killing anymore with what soul she has left, and resigns herself to allowing Nyssa to kill her, so that Nyssa won't fail at carrying out her task of bringing Sarah back to the League. She pulls Nyssa into a hug at a moment of incredible vulnerability and possibly... I dare say, trust. That scene was shot to show the real connection between the two characters, and it shows how much Sarah loved Nyssa. She trusted her life quite literally in Nyssa's hands to do with it what she would. Arrow continues to build the story of Sarah, and she appears in 32 of its episodes. I love the dynamic between Sarah and Felicity on the show. It initially contains a bit of jealousy on Felicity's part because initially Sarah is with Oliver, but eventually there's a mutual respect and Sarah and Felicity teach each other a lot. And I think that Sarah even empowers Felicity in a lot of ways to make her a little bit braver to stand up and be herself a little bit more. Felicity even jumps in front of a bullet to save Sarah's life at one point. It is a pretty great moment. Sarah's relationship with her sister Laurel is one of the stronger storylines on the show. I love a well-done sister story, probably because I love my sisters in much the same way that they love each other. Laurel was so angry with Sarah when she first came back, but I believe it was an anger out of fear because she loved Sarah so much. Ultimately, on Arrow, Sarah's character shows us that no matter what our pasts were, we can shape our lives into better, stronger, more courageous, kinder versions in the future. In rather stark contrast to Arrow, I believe it's the darkest of the DC shows on CW, Legends of Tomorrow is consistently one of the most fun and warm series on television. It's quick-witted, fast-paced, and full of heart. I have found myself on the edge of my seat one minute and laughing out loud the next. To me, it's the perfect platform for us to see Sarah progress beyond her character on Arrow. On Legends, post-resurrection Sarah leads a ragtag group of misfit superheroes, though they prefer to be called Legends, not Heroes. While Sarah often mentions having very little soul in Arrow, she 
is the soul and heart of the crew on Legends. The show would not be the same without her. She's teamed with other strong female characters, currently Amaya and Zari, and awesome men on the crew, currently Rory, Nate, and Ray. Sarah, sort of by a random happenstance, becomes the captain of this time-traveling team and truly shines on this show. I admit, I was a bit hesitant to give Legends a try at first, but I am so glad I did. There is some sort of magic happening with Legends of Tomorrow. Without getting too spoilery, post-resurrection Sarah Lance is discovering her feelings again, to feel what it is to love again. This really is Sarah fighting to regain her humanity, to feel, to resist bloodlust, etc. And it adds a number of really fascinating elements to the show. We also get to see a lot more of Sarah's witty sarcasm, and it's a lot of fun. All of this isn't to say that Sarah doesn't still have scars and guilt. She fights her demons every day. But this show brings so many more facets to the character of Sarah Lance. While Arrow was very emotional for Sarah, Sarah also shows a lot of vulnerability in Legends, and it makes her all the more relatable. One of my absolute favorite quotes is in Season 1, Episode 8. Sarah is talking to Martin, half of Firestorm, about freaking out after Lindsay, a repressed nurse from the 1960s, kisses her. She says, See, that's what sucks about feelings. You realize how much you can hurt someone. Or get hurt. To me, that pretty much sums up life for all of us. Feelings are liberating and also quite suffocating at the same time. I just love that little scene and the way Katie delivered that line as Sarah. She shows that moment of vulnerability and speaks a truth that we all feel. Sarah is the person that everyone looks up to, and each team member has a really unique relationship with her on Legends of Tomorrow. To some, she's the decisive person who is always the protector. To others, she's the person who sees the potential in them when no one else will. There is the most beautiful moment in the most recent season between Zari and her. Sarah realizes that Zari is really struggling, and she approaches her with a, a calmness and an openness that shows Zari that she matters. It seems like such a small thing, but Sarah just listens to what the troubled and tearful Zari has to say. The way she approached the situation really spoke to me. The scene could have occurred between any of the other characters, and it wouldn't have been as impactful. Knowing that Sarah has lived through absolute darkness and has stepped back into the light makes her the right person to handle this type of situation. Sarah's darkness, coupled with her incredible heart, is what gives her the undeniable compassion she exhibits in that scene and so many others on the show. Sarah has a bit of a reputation as a player on this series. It is pretty refreshing to see a woman playing this kind of role on TV, though, and I can't think of anybody better to portray it than Katie Lotz. The woman has game, and we've seen Sarah have her little flings throughout history, literally. Lady Guinevere, the Queen of France, Leonard Snart, a dude from the Time Bureau, uh, John Constantine, so many people. Side note, 
I really love when Mick sidles up next to Sarah in various scenarios to confirm that a woman is attractive. They have a, a really fun dynamic. But Sarah is confident in all of those situations. Yet, when there is the real possibility of feelings, we see another side of her, one that's not so sure of herself. This season, we are finally getting to see Sarah possibly falling in love and learning to trust another human being. I love the storyline because you get to see the mundane moments and the funny moments and the awkward moments, so much endearing awkwardness, and the tough moments. And the storylines got me all in. We know it isn't going to be smooth sailing, as Sarah harbors a lot of guilt, uh, even shame and self-doubt regarding her past, and it will probably come to light with this relationship, but I'm still all in. This storyline has bred one of my favorite quotes of the season, actually. Sarah is putting pressure on herself to act what she thinks is normal. And she realizes she'll never have a normal life. And she outbursts, I'm never going to be normal and I'm not going to be normal for anyone. I loved it because isn't that really the truth about us all? We're all a little weird and we've all had difficult moments in our lives and they shape who we are. And we need to learn to embrace who we are. Embrace the fact that none of us is normal and people are going to love us for it anyway. All right, that brings us to the recommendations for this episode. Seasons one and two of Legends of Tomorrow are on Netflix in the US and hopefully elsewhere. So I'm going to recommend that you check it out if you want a fun, heart-filled adventure. One minute you're fighting time pirates in revolutionary France, and the next you're crashing a White House party in the 1960s. It is so much fun. So I wanted to throw it out to you, the audience. Do you have a favorite episode of Legends of Tomorrow or a favorite moment with Sarah Lance? I think my three favorite episodes with Sarah are season one, episode eight. Season two... I can't quite remember the number of that episode, but it's called Camelot 3000. And then the most recent season, the episode is titled Bebo the God of War. It is one of the funniest TV episodes I have seen in a really long time. I really wish I could find a t-shirt that says Bebo the God of War or Bebo loves you. Also, um, do you have another favorite female character in the DC universe? Let's chat over on the Lasers and Lockets Discord. You'll find the link in the show notes, or you can tweet me at Lasers Lockets. And we'll see you back for another episode of Lasers and Lockets in two weeks. Until then, hopefully we'll see you on the Wave Rider timeship with Sarah and the team. Get your nerd on and be awesome. All right. <laughs>